Welcome to Respawning Fire, the Kick-Ass River Gaming Podcast, where three lifelong friends gather to talk about video games. I'm Holden, and this week I'm actually here with... Dallas. Chad... Smith. Dallas Smith. Dallas Smith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chad is not here with us for this week, maybe next week as well, because he's recovering from some life-changing surgeries that are very beneficial. We're very proud of him. Send him your love. Um, we're talking about this week, we look at the list for a second, talking about the internal um, price kind of debacle over the PS5. It's a shame. Yeah, hopefully I will get to that. <laughs> uh, we're getting into Jeff Keighley leaving E3, which is amongst many people now. Also a shame. Also a shame, yeah. A lot. This is going to be disappointing Shameful. episodes. <laughs> and maybe the one uplifting thing is Anthem getting an overhaul and our thoughts on that. Maybe that could if be a shame. Remember if you remember Anthem. Yeah, remember Anthem. <laughs> Before we get into all that stuff, though, Dallas, what have you been playing this week? Uh, well, funny thing is, the first time I was on with you guys, I was playing a game called Horizon. I saw you were playing it last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was joking around how it should have won Game of the Year that year over Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just picked it up randomly. I don't know why. I still haven't finished it, and I just picked it up the other night. And, you know, it just so happens that, again, here I am when I get to talk about Horizon. <laughs> but, uh, you know, besides that, we were playing um, Siege again. Oh, yeah. Night. Which oh is yeah, so much fun. Oh yeah, and that new update looks really yeah. great. Actually, we'll talk about that in third party. I forgot to put it in here. Awesome. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I I can't get enough of that game. I play that game every night with you guys if we could. Yeah, it's it's way better than I thought it was going to be for sure. I was trying to tell everybody how good that game was. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of that game. Um, what else was I playing? Oh, I in honor of Chad's visit to Rhode Island, I jumped in VR. Last oh, Sunday night, I think, yeah, yeah. and I actually finally played uh, Beat Saber yes. for about an hour or so, maybe less, because I wanted to play a few other things. I think I played that, and I played the Blood and Truth demo that I had. Which one's that again? Is that the you're a robber and you have a gun and all that? The so the that's demo, London Heist. I'm thinking. Of yes, that. I think, yeah. but I think it was made by the same company. So possibly, yeah. I think it's kind of mm-hmm. almost got the same mechanics and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. was it was fun. The demo was pretty cool. Um, about I want to say 15 minutes or so. And, uh, you know, it really shows off how those, uh, the move controllers mm-hmm. can be implemented in, a, in an awesome way. Like, yeah. there's one area where you have to pick locks, so you open up your little uh, kit and you have to grab it with your <laughs> hands and, you know, then you, you've got to jiggle a lock and stuff like that. It's sort of cool. VR really shines. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe so. The only thing is it's weird that, uh, I guess it makes sense. I was, I thought you could use the aim controller for it. Because there's a lot of shooting oh, really? in it, but you can't, which I guess kind of makes sense if you're going to, oh, yeah, like, you know, use your hands. Take your controllers out of the gun. Because right. <laughs> like, there's yeah. other things you can, like, pick up, you know, like, bear bottles and distract mm-hmm. guys and stuff like that. So I guess it wouldn't work with the aim controller. You can just, like, toss the gun, like, yeah. <laughs> controller over. Well, actually, the funny thing with the Beat Saber game was uh, the first, the first uh, song I did, I actually... Ripped the headset basically right off my because I wasn't paying attention with the, with the cords, but like right in my and I got pretty intense because I wanted you know Chad brags about how good it is at that game, so I was like, let me see you know how good I can do. I actually did pretty well. Uh, the first track I got through without I think I missed one note, but it was only on no on normal difficulty. Like that that game is I don't that's it's impressive. yeah it's really he, yeah he, I would love to just watch it play that game. It must be insane. I can't even imagine. I, we, when I was doing Oculus demos, we had an easy song and then a hard song. And easy was way too easy. Yeah. Hard, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm sweating. I'm right. like, there's too much happening at once. Yeah, like, there's, there's like a few, 
misdirection notes that they try and throw in there and like everyone yeah. I missed I'm like yeah. I can only imagine how hard the hard <laughs> level must be if it's all like that like, those uh, are the ones where it's like full 360 and you're like moving around at the same time oh, really? like, ones like that oh yeah it's, it gets intense yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, but yeah. I'll only get like a note. Chad and I both have uh, Apple watches and I guess he will count Beat Saber as an exercise. So I'll see like, you know, Chad just completed high interval training <laughs> yeah. and like he just played Beat Saber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that awesome. intense. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. I, I'm, I'm upset that I didn't play it earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I'd been playing it all this time. It's yeah. just a pain in the butt to get that thing running. You know, I, yeah. cause I don't have the pass through set up. Mm-hmm. So I gotta unplug, you know, if, oh, I want, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. if I want to get back to that real 4K or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tried the uh, the virtual golf, I think it's called, or everybody's golf VR demo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a lot of fun. Is I was it? telling Chad that that would be an awesome game night game if we could all just kind of hang out. In VR, but yeah. I think he said it's like thirty bucks, so it's yeah. So if it goes on sale or if there's like a free mm-hmm. weekend, we should all jump on it. It should be fun. Everybody's golf in general is just really good. They had it on Vita. Oh, and that was actually a really, really fun game. I never played Mario Golf or anything like that. It's like kind of the only golf game I ever played. But yeah. It was actually pretty fun. I, I get addicted to golf games every now and then. I don't know why. Like even the PGA, like the mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like the simulation style ones. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, I think that was all I played this week. Um, Horizon's a good one though. Yeah. I, I want to get back into Horizon because game's so good. I, I played it right after Breath of the Wild, yeah, and I just like I'm like, why can't I climb this? Where's right, my pair right. of that? And I, just, I was too set in Breath of the Wild to really enjoy Horizon. Yeah. I really, really want to get another chance, especially after another game I played this this week. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> what Sekiro? No, no. <laughs> something else. Sp- oh, Sp- oh, Spider Man. Oh, okay. I finally. Yeah. So the traversal is the only real issue I have with that game. It, you, it's, Horizon? Yeah, it's yeah. clunky. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of areas that you think you should be able to access that you can't. Like, then you got yeah. kind of sidetracked and, you know, all of a sudden you're in an area that you weren't expecting. And there's just a lot to yeah. to find in that game. So basically, what I, th- I don't know what it was, but what drove me to play it again, I was like, I want to just clear this map. I'm going to go, like, section by section. Yeah. Find all the collectibles, you know, get all the you know, so now I'm like a level 39 and I think I'm like at level 12. And you're, like, you're overpowered yeah, so everything. Overpowered. But last night I spent... <laughs> So I was up pretty late last night playing the game. I think I sat down around like midnight to play. Well, it was like 10 30, 11.30 to play. Um, my wife and I were hanging out. So after that, I was like, let me just jump on and just clear a little area while I f- saw a Thunder Drawer, I think they called it. Like yeah, the the big, like the T-Rex kind of looking yeah. one. Yeah. I think I fought that thing for like an hour and a half. I died once Holy trying shit. to kill him. A bunch of other guys came in like a, uh, a Glit Hawk or whatever, Glitter Hawk or whatever it's called. They, yeah, that was attacking me. So what I did was I died. I actually had it probably half to health. I died. I reloaded, and I made sure I corrupted all the all the machines in the area. Oh, like you yeah, shoot yeah, corruption yeah. arrows at them so yep. they attack each other. Yeah. So yeah, it took me like an hour and a half to actually beat that one machine. So. Holy shit! Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. You see, I didn't get into the really big stuff like that. I got into like the gazelles or equivalent. And, right, like, right, it's, right. I don't. It, I don't know. I spent too long in the opening area getting frustrated. I need to go back again. Yeah. When, when you yeah. when you run into those big machines, it is yeah. some epic stuff. Like, yeah. Just the size comparison, you know, like mm-hmm. when you see like, and that, that's another thing. I spent like probably 15, 20 minutes trying to take photos, like the perfect photo. <laughs> like, oh, this is so awesome. But, yeah, I get addicted to that for sure. But, yeah. One day I'll get to it. One day. You should. Yeah. Well, you have too many games to play. I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some good news because I played some of those games. Did you finish Spider-Man? I did. I finished Spider-Man, yeah. Awesome. So I don't know how much I want to talk about it right now, only because Chad wanted me to play it. So I kind of want to wait for Chad to do the big, like... You know, yeah, discussion yeah. of it, but um, yeah, like 
not to go too deep into it, I didn't really like. By the end of the game, I'm like, thank God this is over. Really? Yeah, and I, I, I get why people liked it. The traversal is awesome. Absolutely. It, for me, it failed in the story. It just dragged on for way too long. The interesting stuff is just rushed in right, the yeah. last 10 minutes or but missions or was so. Was that interesting stuff? It was great stuff. Okay. It was great stuff. Um, everything with like, Dr. Octavius is really good. Um, but like at the same time, like my issue with that is the stuff with Dr. Octavius is really, really good. At the beginning of the story, when I see Peter Parker working for Dr. Octavius, his name is still Dr. Octavius, I'm like, cool, so he's going to be Doc Ock right. at some point. And yeah. I'm like, at some point. Yeah, I think they tried <laughs> at to... At some point. They, they tried like, to make you think that maybe he wasn't going to yeah. do that, so they kind of like... Mm-hmm. We're dragging that pot out, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I stayed away from spoilers. I know you played it late, so maybe you might have known. I actually maybe. didn't know about Doc Ock. I did know that like Vulture and Rhino and Electro were going to be in it because that was one of the E three demos. Okay, yeah, yeah. so it's like E three demo. I'm like, ooh, that's that's, that's tough to be great yeah. to get to in, in the last in the last yeah. fifteen minutes. Of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So there was some. I'll, I'll go more in depth when uh, when Jad's there, but there was some really good stuff I liked about it. But to me, the the, my frustrations with it outweighed, I think. Yeah. And for of the PS4 exclusive games, this is probably my least favorite of the ones I've finished. Because like I haven't finished Horizon Zero Dawn, so I don't want to put that on the list. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look like, at God of War, holy yeah. fuck, and shit. Like the game is insane. Yeah. Bloodborne, amazing. I'm uh, not a fan of Bloodborne, so yeah, it's not for everyone for sure. <laughs> it's definitely a really hard game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I liked the traversal parts of it, and there were times where I really enjoyed playing it. It would be like, okay, cool. Like, that's the game I'm playing today for the next few hours, just because the traversal is really great. It, everything else didn't pay out. the combat? You didn't enjoy the combat? Um, yes and no. Like, it's not bad combat, but after a while, it's like... Repetitive. Very repetitive, yeah. Very, very repetitive. And maybe it wasn't using enough of the skill sets, which is I'm, I'm notorious for, for doing that, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. I think that's a huge... Uh, Mm-hmm. Enjoy. I get a lot of enjoyment out of that game by making sure, like I, mm-hmm. you know, did everything I could with upgrading everything and finding the yeah. best combos and you know uh, web bombs and you know I, like I would basically start a big fight with doing that one mm-hmm. uh, suit power where you like jump up in the end and just yeah, grab yeah, everybody yeah. and yep. like that would take out like seventy percent of everybody you, you were facing mm-hmm. at the time. So yeah, but yeah. There's a there's a, I thought it was it was deep. The combat, you know, what I mean, like it yeah. could be, it could be if well, you, you know, you're right because like there's so many suits that have special abilities, yeah. and you can like swap the abilities like to each suit. Right. You have different like uh, um, powers you can use. There's a lot there mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, um, I like that style of game though, like Arkham, yeah, Shadow of War. That that combat style is like mm-hmm. one of my favorites. And I don't know. I guess like for this, I don't know if I'm a fan of the like pure action style like that. And not to say Spider-Man is a pure action game because it's not like I guess like. DMC being an example of a pure action right. game, but it kind of has a lot of that like repetitive like Definitely. combo like yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of similarities there. Kinda, Excuse me, kind of like button mashing at times, like just like, nah, nah, nah. yeah, Press yeah, square, yeah, square, 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 square. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll go more into it when when up the chat. But like, yeah, I I liked it, but I didn't. I was I'm not there with everyone else and saying this is like this amazing thing. But I'm really excited to see. Spider-Man 2 and what yeah. they well obviously they're gonna make Spider-Man 2. Like yeah. I think it's kind of a no-brainer. It's like God of War 2 is gonna come out, so yeah. Spider-Man 2. I'm excited to see if they do that still. I think I'm kinda of actually where I think what Chad is with Breath of the Wild, where um he's still curious to see where like a Breath of the Wild 2 would go, and I'm still curious to see where Spider-Man 2 would go. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely not in that like hype train over like everyone else is. Yeah. So um but um the other two games to play this week, I played Siege as well. But the other two games I played this week was um, I played more Sekiro, even though I told myself I'm done. 
I played more of it. I found this thing. So I found this thing in the game called Kuro's Charm. When you start New Game Plus or you just start a new game in general after beating it for the first time, you get this item called Kuro's Charm. And if you give it away at the beginning of the game to your, your master, um, it makes the game more difficult by enemies do 20% more damage. Uh, you get more XP, however, mm-hmm. but, and this is the real kicker, this one makes it really hard. You, if you don't do a perfect deflect, a perfect, a perfect parry, you'll lose a little bit of health. Oh, wow. It's really fucking hard, but it's really made me feel like I felt playing the game for the first time again. Right, right. Like, I really feel like I have to learn these bosses in a different level than I knew them before. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, I'm just going to do this again, aren't I? <laughs> but I feel like I'm going to give up at some point because it's, it is significantly harder. Hard, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that game is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard, but once you get used to it, right. it's, it's like when you played the first... I would imagine people felt like when they played... Actually, I'll just say my experience. Bloodborne. When I played Bloodborne for the first time, I spent six hours in the opening area because I had no idea how to play a game like that. And once you figure it out and kind of get used to it, it's obviously hard. Like, you have to figure out each boss as you get to them. To them, But it's... I think what makes it really hard for people is learning the deflect and learning those, like, small things that you are told not to do in Dark Souls and in, in Bloodborne. Yeah. So... Yeah, it is very hard. And I still think, and I've gone back and forth in this. I think right now I'd say it's a harder game than Bloodborne and Dark Souls. But there's a lot of things about it that are more accessible. Mm -hmm. I actually found New Game Plus without the, like, added challenge or the Kuro's Charm way easier. I'm already at the final boss. In my opinion, it's, it's, I would say it's more punishing. Yeah. Like, you know, you get punished for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Messing up. If you mess up in Sekiro, like, and like, especially, uh, what was it? I was facing, uh, his name is True Corrupted Monk, and one slash of a sword is like basically half of your health. Yeah. It's brutal. Right. Yeah. So what I, <laughs> Bloodborne for me, the experience was, I wanted a challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, fr- I'm not afraid of those challenges. Yeah, you're fine. And um, so I was, even with uh, Dark Souls, the first time I played it, I think I went in with a loincloth and a club. <laughs> and, like, and I put on the most difficult level, and I was like, "Let me see how." And I got to the first boss, and he destroyed me. And I was like, eh. "It's just to me, Sekiro has a character that I'm interested in." Yeah, you know, like Bloodborne. I guess you create your own character. If, if yeah. I remember correctly, you kind of design your he own. Designer character, yeah. And I never got into a pot. Uh, I never got interested in the lore. Like, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the world was cool. Like it was dark and gloomy, and you know all that. Absolutely. Yeah. But this is the character of mm-hmm. what was his name in Sekiro? Um, the wolf. Yeah, the wolf. Well, Sekiro's his name, but as right. well. But so, like, wolf. you know, yeah. the opening cinematic was, was interesting. Like, it, it yeah. grabbed me. So I was like, I don't care how difficult this game is. I want to see what happens. And that's what kind of kept me going as yeah. well. Yeah. So I got to the area where you're on the rooftops. Um, it's... Yep. You're in Ashina Castle? Nope. It's after that. Um, you clear that area with the bull. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go. Do you fight the guy on the horse after that? Before that. Before that, okay. Yeah. So after the bull, I think it was, I was having a difficult time with one certain area. I finally cleared it. I think I went like, uh, it's like they're like the, the guys who jump around and throw the ninja stars at you. From yeah, the distance they curve in. And I hit think you. so. Yeah. yeah. So you get to like another area where there's, it, it just it got overwhelming because it was a, a big open area. It didn't mm-hmm. feel as like directed. Like, oh, go this okay. way, yeah, you'll yeah, know, yeah. you know, you're going the right way. Like, mm-hmm. so I was, and that's when I, I was actually, I, I borrowed it from a friend of mine, like I told you. So yeah, like, yeah. I didn't have as much time with it as I would like. I would love mm-hmm. to get it back and, and 
Well, if it goes on sale, I'll grab it. If it, if it gets to like twenty bucks, yeah. But I don't know if that's gonna happen anytime. <laughs> Every time I see it, it's like thirty nine ninety five or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I think it's worth it. It's. I think it's definitely it's worth game it. of the year, man. It's game of the year. <laughs> it's yeah, a great I game. Say, I totally it, forgot because like, I finished it and I was listening to some like YouTube videos about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the game of the year." We're surprised. I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a great game. It's very, very good. It's the combat system that keeps me going the yeah. entire time throughout it. Yeah, it's the most." It's just the most complete combat I think I've ever experienced. It's just perfectly yeah. done. Well, I've been devouring videos on like YouTube of like, you know, speedrunners, like interviews with the director, like kind of just anything I can. I'm like super obsessed. And it's the one thing that uh, um, uh, the director said, Hideo, I can't remember his last name. Is it Miyazaki? It's not Miyazaki. It might be Miyazaki. No idea. I think it's Hideo Miyazaki, but I'm, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> um, I have a computer. I have two computers in front yeah. of me. You can look it up, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Um, and he was saying that he wanted to replicate sword combat and that the feeling of like clashing swords and like perfect. He yeah. did it. He nailed it. Nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. But it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> and it, you know, it just sucks that a lot of, there was that issue with, is it, you know, can, is it approachable for all, you know, is mm-hmm. it accessible for yeah. you know, disabled gamers and stuff like that? Like, it, you know, that put a little stain on it, but I'm glad it kind of yeah. got through that and people I- realized I feel like that happens like every new Dark Souls, every Bloodborne game is like, it's just accessible to everyone. And like, yeah. It's, if, yeah. it's not. So, you know, it's yeah. just not a game for you. If you can't play that kind of game, it's just not a game for you. Oh, we're baffled by the conversation of like, because I, I do think accessibility games is important. Like, you shouldn't hold someone back from people to play a game. There's right. kind of two factors on it. Um, I think the one small factor is just there's always some accessibility that, or some need that you, you couldn't predict. Uh, like, my mom, uh, she had a stroke a little while ago. She's, I mean, relatively, you just saw her a second. She's relatively fine. <laughs> yeah. But she's like light sensitivity and noise sensitivity. Okay. She can't watch Incredibles 2 because, like, the flashing, the, the strobe light scene, okay, yeah. too much for her. But I don't think anyone, like, making pic- that movie would have been like, oh, we like have to tailor the scene, right? Because yeah. Beth, you yeah. know, Beth Holden's mom is going to, like, have a hard time with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's some niche things that are hard to consider. So that's one part, but that's small. I think the bigger part, though, is why is it up to from software to do that? Like, iPhones, Android phones, PCs, Macs all have those accessibility features built into the system itself. Right. So why is it up to just from software to yes. like make accessibility like right. the, it's not the software's problem it might be the hardware's problem. Well it's like when you're making a platform, like you're making the platform for everyone. Like that's your goal is to make the platform for everyone. Like yeah. animation slow down. So things like that that would help people mm-hmm. why why isn't the conversation geared towards Xbox and PlayStation? It's a good point. Figuring yeah. that out. Mm-hmm. Um and then beyond that too, like so accessibility like is for everyone, but difficulty that's where I'm like, no, I'm not gonna put an easy on this game. Like that defeats the purpose of of the game. Of the game. And I was thinking about this or the the vision of the game. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Is art for everyone, and I don't mean like art generally, but like as a piece of art, if you're making it through your heart and your emotions and like whatever you want, that inherently is going to make it some sort of niche. You can't make art for it, or like a specific piece of art for everyone, because that's when it becomes like commercial in Transformers movies and like yeah. shit like that, yeah, where it's yeah. like, oh, that was so commercial. I yeah. wanted something artistic. I'm like, then you do want things that are niche like right. that. And it's yeah. just, yeah, you don't want to water it all down. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because it definitely wouldn't have been game of the year if it was watered down. You know? No, like, no. The, diff- <laughs> the fun of the game comes from the difficulty. Absolutely. If I could just go in and wail on bosses and be like, cool, I'll finish that boss in 30 seconds, right. it would not be fun. <laughs> yeah, unless I learned how to do that. Yeah, the reason seconds. why you finish that game is because you wanted to feel that reward of yeah. the accomplishment of beating this difficult game. And, and that's what drives, I think, a lot of that fan base to want oh, absolutely. Yeah. to enjoy that. And, mm-hmm. and, and it even drives the developer. Like, you know, we want to make this game that people feel rewarded for playing. We don't want to water it down and give everybody this easy mode. And Yeah. You know, you can't blame them for that. Like, how, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
if there are games for that if you right. want to do that. <laughs> There's true. so many games out right. there. Absolutely. Um, speaking of which, when I get frustrated with like Sekiro and I want to stop, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 this week, which I'll let you be excited about because you've been you've been asking. Absolutely. Um, one of the many games I've been telling you to play. <laughs> Um, I need to get that one done because I really enjoyed it, and then it just it just got away from me because yeah. Twenty Six was such a huge game. It's like okay, I gotta like sit down and like dedicate time to it. Um, but man, like immediately when I got into it, I'm like, the production values are just so fucking insanely high. They're it's so high, it's amazing. It's, it's incredible. Um, the story, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, so far it absolutely is. I'm just I'm upset because I already know like that a major character dies. I want to say in case anyone else you know has doesn't know yeah. this, but like a year later, yeah, well, you're. Year and a half now. Yeah, not yeah. It'll be one oh, shit. Yeah, October of this year. And we're year. still talking about it. <laughs> it's. it's I, I don't want to say it's my favorite game of all time, but it might be. It's up there. Yeah, yeah it's definitely my top five. Right? So, it's mm. incredible. Yeah, I just mean to the city. I forgot what it's called, but um, okay, Saint Denis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And holy shit, like it feels like a city. Yeah, like there's the back alley incredible. areas. And I was chasing this kid who stole my bag. Throw it around. Yeah, yeah. It was really intense. Like he gets in the little trolley car, and I'm like, shit. And I'm like <laughs> running as fast as I can, like just, like spamming the X button to run. Um, and as I'm running by, like everything just feels like a real city. And it's in that sense, it's one of the most successful open world games. Period. Absolutely. It feels the most realistic. Uh, it's it's truly amazing how well they pulled it off. Yeah. Like I went to, uh, I saw a homeless man who's just like drinking booze, like laying down, completely hammered out of his mind. Yeah. Um, and again, you can just tell this because the animations are so good. He doesn't yeah. even tell you he's drunk. You can just like read his character and be like, that guy's drunk. Yeah, yeah. Which again, like the, the detail, the polish, holy shit. But I'm talking to him and I give him 25 cents because I had like $1,800 at this point. So I'm like, I'm loaded. <laughs> like I'm getting the money to the poor. Like, <laughs> Did you buy a bunch of clothes? Because that's, I just went and bought like every outfit. <laughs> so I bought like the guns that I wanted and tricked I tricked them all out. Tricked them all out the way I wanted. I bought the outfit I had. I did that a while ago and now I have eighteen hundred dollars still. Yeah, because yeah, I just haven't been spending a whole lot. I'm trying to max out my camp. Okay, uh, that's my goal right now. But um, anyway, the uh, we'll go back to the money in a second because we're talking about that kid. But the the homeless dude was uh, or the drunk guy was like telling because I paid him. He's like, oh, you're so kind. Let me give you this tip about this like above the gun shop. There's a yeah. a poker game and, yeah. like, and he's like, oh, and his little thing comes up like you could rob this. And yeah. like, yeah, I think I'm going to. Did you do it? Well, I made a mistake. <laughs> I made the same mistake probably. Um, I went into. I thought that if I went into the gun shop and tried to run the gun shop, it would then lead me to go up to oh, the poker game. Right, That's yeah. not what happened. No. And the cops went in there really fast. <laughs> And I managed to escape, but um, because I had the mask on, they don't know it was me. I don't have a bounty, so I lucked out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was like an intense like getaway. Yeah. But it was especially intense because I was in that city, like running away, going through alleys. Yeah. Like, all right, if I go up this ladder, they know I'm up there, and they they did. So I had to take another route. Like it was <laughs> it was really fun. Um, and then when I was chasing the kid down, I had this level of panic because he stole my bag, which had my money, and I literally see the like minus eighteen hundred dollars. I'm like, no, this is the best. Yeah, they gave it back to me. I had the money, but I literally was walking out of that mission going, if I don't get my money back, I'm gonna be so pissed because <laughs> not playing this game anymore. And then I just saw it, it tallied up again, and I had it, but it was, that was a relief. <laughs> but yeah, that game is just really good. It's something I feel like I feel like people say you have to play it in huge chunks. I see why people want to play it that way, but it's also really good just to play it for a mission and just like it's like an episode of a TV show oh yeah and yeah. You, you know pull yeah, out see that, do yeah. something else come back in a little while and yeah. really really well done yeah I uh, I just got like completely immersed in that world mm -hmm. and I think a lot had to do with how realistic it is yeah you know 
like how you speak about about it. But in my opinion, like I said, you, I. So when I played it, the reason why I had so much money is because I would basically sit and camp out in front of the uh, uh, what's it called uh, where you bring all the stolen wagons. I forgot what they call it. Oh, um, this is the fence. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you, I would sit over by that fence area and mm-hmm. and I would rob wagons for like a good two <laughs> game days. And I, you know, I think you get a decent amount for depending on the size of the wagon. Yeah. So I would just have a ton of money, but it drops your honor level. Mm-hmm. So like I was a hundred percent dishonorable mm-hmm. going into the last chapter. Oh, you you like your mirrors all the way over. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> Have you had divisions yet? In the in the group? Oh uh, no! Well, so I don't know if they're dreams. They're basically in dreams. Like so, there'll be like a little dream sequence, and you see like the wilderness and an animal. I don't think I've seen this yet, or maybe it's I saw it, and it's been so long since I played it. I don't remember that part yeah. yet. Yeah. So I don't want to spoil anything, but there's you see a mm. s- specific animal depending on what your honor level is. Oh, okay. So. I always saw like a demon, basically. Yeah, I always saw this one, this one animal in all the visions I had mm-hmm. until the very last chapter. The very last time you get a vision, I got the, the oh, other the- animal, <laughs> and it like it, oh, I don't know, man. It's giving me goosebumps just thinking of it now. Like it, so I, in my opinion, I played the game the perfect way. <laughs> you know, like I, it was a redemption story, like a hundred percent complete in my mm-hmm. opinion, and it was just the way it played out was like a magical moment for me. It was unreal. Amazing. So, and that's why I think because I was so immersed in it, because I stuck with it, because I played it for I think over two hundred fifty hours or something like Holy that. Holy shit! Like it just resonated with me that like yeah. no other game ever has. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I gotta keep playing with it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do this, then I'll do, then I'll do Horizon Zero Dawn. No, oh boy. <laughs> and then you're gonna play Mass Effect Three. They're gonna do Mass Effect Three, and I have to do Majora's Mask because some beat Majora's Mask. That's a I haven't beat that either. So. It's just, it's just like one of my shames. I haven't beat Majora's Mask. I'm just, it's a huge Zelda fan. I yeah, feel me like too. Me too. I, I should have played it. So I have this weird thing. As a kid, as a wrestling fan, I would boycott WrestleMania. I don't know why. I was just like, no, that's like I'm t- like, yeah, everybody loves WrestleMania, whatever. I'm, I'm gonna sound real stupid here. Is that a game or is that like a different division of like wrestling? No, that's like the Super Bowl of wrestling. Of oh, okay. wrestling. Okay, gotcha. So there was like these pay per views, and as a kid, I wouldn't watch the the biggest pay per view of the year because I was like, you know, I don't know why. I just had this, established. Yeah, yeah, basically, I felt that way. And so I felt that I feel that way about Majora's Mask. It was like, oh. It's, you know, it's better than Ogre. I'm like, no, fucking you, Ogarina of Time is the best Zelda game ever made, so whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I never played it, but I need to now that I'm adult and I <laughs> mature a little. So. <laughs> well, the 3DS version is out too, and it has some of those like quality of life improvements. Yeah. So it's not quite as, you know, daunting to figure out where everyone's going to be at what time and all that. I'm more intrigued <laughs> yeah, to play yeah. it now. Um, but I don't even have that excuse because, like, my 13-year-old brother beat it on, like, an N64 emulator on the Wii, like, <laughs> or the, what are they, the, what do they call it, virtual console. Oh, um, and he did it, so I'm like, I gotta just do it. <laughs> if he can do the harder version of the game, I can do the easy 3DS version of it. <laughs> but I want to play that. Excellent. All right. Let's jump into our fetch quest. Okay, do I have to read this little section here? No, I can. I can. No, I want to read it. Man. You want to read it? Absolutely. Yeah, let me get to it. <laughs> um... Should be towards the top. Holden, let's open up our quest log and see what the <laughs> internet has provided us. Our first quest is from Julia Lee at Polygon. Says HQ trivia shuts down for three years. 
I forgot that was the thing. Probably why it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, a, a friend of mine used to be obsessed with it. I haven't seen him in like know, probably like a month and a half. He's struck down too. They yeah, he's like he's just it. so depressed about this. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I I did a few rounds of it. I liked it for like a few weeks. Um, it's really it was really cheesy. I think it's what kind of yeah. <laughs> deterred me from it. it but did it's they fun. say that they would split two hundred fifty dollars between the winner? The winners, yeah. Yeah, so like whoever won, you had to split 200. Like if there was like a thousand yeah. winners, you, oh, yep. it was only 250 bucks. Yep. Yeah, no wonder why it shut down. <laughs> it's so stressful to win it like was, maybe six cents. It was, They also did this thing too where, um, and this, this makes sense from their end, but kind of ruined the game, is you could only cash out once you achieved a certain amount of money because they would have to then okay. pay like for the transaction. So if you got six cents, like yeah, it's going to buy six cents. Yeah. It, it cost them a dollar for the transaction. <laughs> exactly. So it didn't work out. It's a cool idea. I'm, I have this feeling that like it'll come back again in yeah. some capacity at right. some point, but cause it's a cool idea. Although the, they said the bots got, got into it. Yeah. Bots got into it. Yeah. Can you have anything nice? <laughs> Hackers gotta ruin everything. <laughs> that will never stop. There's society, nothing they can man, do. F society. F society. <laughs> so shout out to Chad. Dropping a little. Yeah. It's a robot his, reference. His favorite TV show. <laughs> NPD, uh, sorry, this is from Brendan Sinclair, gamesindustry.biz. NPD January sales are down 26% year over year. That's down for consoles and for software. Um, which is. Makes sense. It makes complete sense. I'm not, not surprised. No. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Consoles. They announced the PS5. Right. Like nobody's gonna be, April, <laughs> right. yeah. nobody's gonna be buying a PS4 now if a PS5 is coming out this year. Exactly, unless it's like you know really, really cheap. cheap. Yeah. Well, I bought an Xbox One because it's so cheap. But like, <laughs> right. But in January, no one's gonna buy anything. Yeah. And then uh, on top of that, like January last year had Kingdom Hearts three and Resident Evil two. Right. And we had Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, of course, it's I should know fair. someone who's playing that. He says it's great. Yeah, I kind of want to play that. I have this little like urge to play. It. Do you? Yeah, I'm a Dragon Boy, uh, Dragon. Not at all. Ball fan. But I figured like if that's if I want. Apparently, it's just the story of of the anime, mm-hmm. or at least Dragon Ball Z. I'd like to see that story. I don't know if I want to like watch the show though. But I'm like, I don't play the game. What, um, is it derogatory statement? The uh, we- weebs? Do they call those people weebs? Are you a weeb? Is that derogatory? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's like an uh, anime fan. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know a waifu is the thing. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a, a weeb. I guess I, I've never really watched any anime. So. so I never got into anime, but I, I remember thinking that, and maybe I just saw the best episodes as a kid. But watching um, the Frieza and Goku fighting each other episodes is like when they were just randomly on like Cartoon Network or whatever. Badass. Badass. It all, that's kind of like maybe I should watch that, and I never did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, Speaking no. of never did, never going to, but would like to, Valve announces Half-Life Alex release date. <laughs> this is from uh, Matthew Cato at Game Informer. It's going to be March 23rd. It's official. It's happening. It's interesting. Yeah. You So you only have PSVR? Yes. Okay, yeah. It's, Can't it. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe in PS5. I'm thinking in PS5 it'll happen, but yeah. I'm, I'm convinced even though it hasn't even been released yet, that will be the first VR game to get uh, a Game of the Year nomination. Interesting. If it's as good as, like... Comparatively, like what Half Life Two was for VR. I didn't play Half Life Two either, so neither did I. I played the like first few missions of it, but like years, years, years after right. it came out, so it um, didn't like hit me. Hit you, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like when people say like, "Oh, watch this in Kane. It's one of the best movies ever." And you watch it, you're like, <laughs> yeah, "Back then, like." <laughs> um, from Liam Doolin at Nintendo Life, this one's very important to me, very special. <laughs> the ESRB rating on Animal Crossing New Horizons webpage no longer mentions in-game purchases. Thank God. <laughs> 
it is torture right now opening up my Switch and seeing uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons pre downloaded, and it's yeah. still a month before it comes out. <laughs> oh, why'd there? you do that to yourself? Because I just wanted to get it so I knew I'd have it. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually probably going to pick it up. Are you? Have yeah. you played Animal Crossing before? No. no. It's a joyous game. It's just, it's <laughs> I just believe, happy. I it's so happy. Um, it's great. Resident Evil 2 remake sales outpassing those of Resident Evil 7 from Brianna Reeves at PlayStation Lifestyle. Uh, that is not, not surprising. Not surprising, yeah. And I think Chad even called this out uh, a few weeks ago when you were talking about the Resident Evil 8 rumors yep. and kind of which direction it's going to go in. Chad nailed it. Like, they saw how good Resident Evil 2 was going and said, fuck first person, fuck VR. <laughs> like, we're just going to go into the style of Resident Evil 2 that people love. Bring it back to its, to its roots. Yeah. It sold, like, they both have sold around 5 million copies, but like, Resident Evil 2 did it, like, before the end of the calendar year, and it took, like, 15 months for Resident Evil 7, 7 to get there. It's so, like, it's really doing well. But I enjoyed Resident Evil 7. I can't, you know. That oh, was, yeah, it was great. <clears throat> that was a very unique experience, in my opinion, for a Resident Evil game, anyway. So. Yeah, I've only played 7, 2, um, and Res- a little bit of Resident Evil 1, but not, I don't have much experience. I played before. 1 when it... That was like the first PlayStation oh, really? game I ever played. And it oh, was that's like, awesome. And I, we didn't have a memory copy. It was my friend and I, and, and we rented it. And it had to go back in three days. And we got, I think we basically got all the way, we got out of the mansion without dying. And then mm-hmm. we died randomly on some stupid thing. I think it was one of those hunters, actually. And uh, we were like, oh, it's like broke out hot. So it was before we even knew you could have a memory card. So we spent I, we, we spent the whole weekend playing it and and trading off each time we died and I don't think we ever got any further than that. But I had that I convinced my parents to buy it for me like you know a month later or whatever and a memory card. I had something similar with uh, I got a GameCube for Christmas and Metroid Prime and oh. my parents had no idea memory cards were even a thing. So I could play Metroid Prime and couldn't save any of my progress ever and play on a memory card. <laughs> Different times. No. Yeah. Speaking of Resident Evil, our new Resident Evil Resistance Masterminds revealed. This is from Brian uh, Fujimoto at PlayStation Blog. So I guess, like, in the um, Resident Evil Resistance kind of, like, multiplayer experience, it's going to be part of Resident Evil 3, you have... What was that game of... Is it Evolve? Yep. Where you had, like, the four hunters against the monster. It's kind of the same dynamic. You have, like, four people, four survivors going through, like, a mansion or some sort of level, right. and you have the Mastermind character to kind of put traps, put enemy placements, that kind of stuff. And they introduced Alex Wesker and Oswell Spencer are kind of the new masterminds. Uh, Alex Wesker is going to specialize in traps and kind of manipulating people as opposed to using brute force. And then Oswell Spencer is going to have something called the disintegration field that like damages you when you walk through it. Um, I don't really know who those characters are in Resident Evil lore, but I'm excited to play that. Well, I know the Wesker is that... He actually, he's in two, isn't he? Yeah, but I think they were saying it's somebody different. It's his like... It, it's a girl character. Yeah, it's a female character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah female, sorry. Um, <clears throat> but they... I don't know if they said it, they were related at all. I have no idea. I don't know, like, much Wes- about the Wes- lore. Wes- Wesker? Wes- he was a bastard. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know the name's familiar from Resident Evil 2, but yeah. I don't know the he's lore like, of Resident Evil He, like, double-crosses you. He's a fucking asshole. Oh, well, that's not surprising, that game. <laughs> <laughs> the first time you meet someone, you're like, yeah, you're yeah, a bastard. I can <laughs> tell. Um, Project xCloud Limited iOS test flight preview begins today. This is from Major Nelson, uh, who is the authority on Xbox. So if he says it, it's fact. I actually haven't signed up yet, which I feel like an idiot for not doing. Yeah, I signed up, but I haven't even tried it. You haven't tried it? No. Did you get here back, though? Did I get what? Did you, you're confirmed in? Yeah, I got the app. I got a, we could play it right now, if you want. You got an Xbox controller? <laughs> <laughs> I do, downstairs, yeah. Um, I want, I'm going to do it at some point. I know Chad signed up. I don't yeah, know what's Yeah, me, Chad, and Matt got in. I should do that. I think they said they were only letting a thousand people in, though. Oh, really? 
Okay, so I probably missed the boot. Oh, no, I think they were gonna cycle through. Cycle through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't even tried it yet, though. And the last one here. Like, I have this game on my Xbox. I don't need to play it on my phone. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like I have a good setup downstairs. I don't right. really. Yeah, I don't yeah, feel the need to. I'm not a phone gamer, anyways. No, no. And if I do play on my phone, I want to play something like for the phone, not right. Yeah. I just did it to feel cool, like chatting. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, look at us, we're in." I'm like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> Star Citizen had a record-breaking year of crowdfunding. This is from Charlie Hall at Polygon. So <laughs> this game is insane. They raised $47.7 million last year just from crowdfunding. And then if you total private investments from the past two years, that's $46 million in addition. So it's $131.5 million just in the past two years they've gone to that game, which is a bigger budget than most games. Yep. Since 2012, they brought in $267 million. That's crazy. Did you um? Did you ever see the video that they released last week? No, I heard you guys talking about it. And I wanted to watch it. I forgot all about it. I'll show it to you afterwards. It's fucking insane. Like it looks crazy good. I'm like, do I want to buy a PC just to like, experience this game? I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like Chad was saying last week, is, is that what are they gonna do? Or was it? It might have been you. Mm-hmm. Just what are you gonna do with that? After like, is it gonna be something that you know? The engine and all. Yeah, that? you know what I mean. Like, is any of that ever gonna be impl- in- implemented into anything else again? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, it's like to me that'd be like, there's this really great physics engine in Breath of the Wild. Nintendo's not gonna share that with anyone. But good thing that engine exists because that game Breath of the Wild is really good because of that. True. That physics engine. But you know, you're getting a Breath of the Wild too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nintendo might use it in something else. What is Star Citizen gonna do with it? Well, I think it's an it's an MMO, so it's just gonna be like an ongoing game, like yeah. World of Warcraft or something like that. I'm really That's excited what they what they do with it. Um, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, they could sell it. They could sell. They could sell. Probably make a bunch of money. Yeah, off yeah of it. games does all that stuff. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Microsoft Quest log, which we only have one story for, not too much for Microsoft. Um, Phil Spencer hopes VR becomes a quote no brainer for <laughs> Xbox. Eric Van Allen at US Gamer. So this is Spencer elaborating on comments he made. Backtracking uh, a little. Yeah, backtracking a little bit. Comments he made last year about VR, basically saying that. Did he say nobody wanted VR? Is that what he said? Was that the quote? He said like he was asking for it. Or yeah, he said like no one's really asking for it. Um, he also said that. Um, and then you know no one's really sm- selling millions and millions of VR headsets, which is not true because PlayStation <laughs> VR is. Uh, he also said that PC is kind of the is the outlet for. Right. VR and he said Xbox is like a flat screen experience. If this is what he meant, what when he said what he said, yeah, <laughs> then it makes sense. But I think he's definitely backtracking. Yeah, so, so wait a second, guys, hold on, uh, let me rethink what I was <laughs> oh, saying. Yeah, people didn't like that. So his new quote is: "My main point was I wanted to be clear with our customers where our focus was, so that if someone was waiting for us to bring out a VR headset for a Series X at the launch or something, we're not going to do that." Uh, he adds that VR, he hopes VR grows um, so that Xbox in- integration is a no-brainer. Uh, yeah, I think he's kind of backtracking a little bit. <laughs> kind of saying, like, we just didn't want it for launch, but, like, now we're thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Now we're considering it. Um, I, this is, like, one thing that kind of bugged me is that they've been at the forefront of, like, so many, like, really good consumer-facing decisions. Definitely. And this felt like, well, it's going to cost us. So, yeah, we're not going to. And I'm like, yeah, but when you invest, it creates, it's like a chicken and the egg thing. You just got to start and just do it and hope that, you know, software starts coming in. People start buying. Yeah. Oh, well. They'll just cede the territory to PlayStation. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not smart. No, no. Um, now we're going to Sony's Quest Log. Speaking <laughs> of smart here. <laughs> so Sony is struggling with PlayStation 5 price due to costly parts. That's from Takashi, um, Takashi, Takashi um, Mochizuki. <laughs> 
I nailed butchered it. I butchered no, nailed, it. Nailed, it. nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> and I went here from Takashi. <laughs> here if I nailed it or not. That was mean. If I mentioned your name, Takashi, let me know. <laughs> so as a result of scarce components and expensive parts, PS5's, manu- PS5's manufacturing costs are reaching upwards of $450. It's speculated that because of this, they'll probably sell for $470 if this is true. The demand for DRAM and NAND flash uh, memory has risen due to smartphone manufacturing needs. So these prices on those components have risen as well as just competition to get them. Um, Due to the scarcity of DRAM specifically, Sony has canceled plans for a new mirrorless camera that was set to release this year. Um, On top of that, just a few additional things that I thought were interesting. One of the cooling system apparently is a few dollars compared to like the just less than a dollar. Yeah, most companies will just skim out on that. Maybe we won't hear it. Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) My PS4 is really loud. That's one complaint that everybody has. So yeah, listen, here's my thought too. Um, I'm I'm convinced that V is going to be in the design because they said like the developers think this is a cooling system. Yep. And they're spending serious money in that cooling system. Maybe because it's all part of the V. Design. Give me the V. I want the V too. <laughs> I mean, it looks nice. I don't want it to look like just like the dev kit because it's right. really clunky. Yeah, yeah. But like a sleek, sleek version. Look, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. It looked really cool. Uh, and apparently, which is now uh, coronavirus, which is now COVID or uh, I call it COVID-19, um, has an impact in production. So apparently that's not the concern. The concern is just getting components. And then apparently some executives are concerned about... Um, how Microsoft will price their console right. and how they're going to respond to that. Um, yeah. Hopefully they, they're willing to take a hit on this machine. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the pricing and all that? I, I mean, <clears throat> 470 Originally, I was thinking 499 is like the top. Yeah, that's what I was, was you know, I can't yeah. go any higher than that. So hopefully they're not looking to go any higher. <laughs> but, you know, 470 is better than 499. But yeah. hopefully they're looking to take, they'll, they're willing to take a hit. Because mm-hmm. they know that the software is going to make the money and all that stuff and, and the yeah. subscriptions. And so, well, you know, I'm going to hold out hope for that uh, 400 price. You know, it, I don't see yeah. them going for 470, though. Like, oh, it's just a weird price. Yeah, it's either going to be 399 or 499, in my opinion. And then yeah. 399 is going to, they're going to be losing a lot of money there. But yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, they, it, is it in production? Like, no, not yet. Probably. So hopefully, the market changes a little and they, they mm-hmm. can get some of the stuff a little cheaper soon before yeah. they stop producing it and you yeah. know i'm guessing that's all what those costs are growing now yeah and yeah if they're not producing now then who knows maybe it'll be a little cheaper i'm yeah i think they're gonna have to take a hit at a certain point but i think they were saying that on ps4 they didn't take a hit on price at all like it, they made money on every single console so they want to replicate that's that impressive. and i'm like it's very impressive yeah especially when it was more powerful than the other right, right. Like, console like they they just like it they Man, struck they yeah. put a lightning in a bottle like, yeah they, <laughs> that's true totally worked and with this, I feel like they could get away with taking a hit, especially if they push backwards compatibility. That, I mean, I'm probably going to get both at this point just because of like, the podcast and just having, like, right. access to all those games. Yeah. But um, a little less compelled with the Series X because of the whole um, exclusive games thing. But the 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 um, backlog carrying over from PS4, like, that's a big deal. Absolutely. And especially when they're going to look better, most likely, they have, like kind of like a PS4 kind of boost, I'm assuming. Like... Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to get more people who already have a PlayStation to upgrade. So I feel like they can take the hit and know they're going to get people buying games on the PS5 still. I feel like that just they should they need to yeah. do that. Um, Four ninety nine is going to be a tough tough push for people. Like oof. it is, it is, <clears throat> and especially when we talked about this last week as well. But they have like the expandable like memory slot they talked about on the Xbox Series X to have like basically solid, like super super fast solid state storage. You can just plug in and access like 
those chips are so expensive. Right. They were like, I can't remember the price off the top of my head, but it was like a few hundred dollars. Actually, it was six hundred dollars for five hundred twelve gigabytes, which is way too much money for like expandable storage. And if, if that's me speculating, but like right, right. if that is what happens and it carries over the PS5 as well, like there's gonna be so much sticker shock with these consoles. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of concerned. Yeah how like what's going to happen I, I have no idea yeah and i can't see them like honestly saying well microsoft is four hundred dollars or three hundred dollars not for three hundred we're talking about they're, they're five hundred dollars so we're going to be four hundred dollars like i think you're really just gonna take a hundred dollar hit right just because microsoft like would like i just don't like nah. think they work that way but do you think microsoft's gonna be that much well, I think this is another thing you have to compete with is if they have two consoles, they can go six hundred dollars and then like four hundred or three hundred. They true. they could do that. Yeah. And where does Sony like fall, in. fall into that? I, I don't know. <clears throat> We're kind of like in uncharted waters where it's it's all new. We don't really know what this is gonna look like. I, I just I don't know. The games are gonna push it. So, you know, if they if they don't announce God of War two or whatever, you know, twenty twenty or or Spider Man two or yeah. Horizon Two at launch, I don't see people buying into that four ninety nine price model. Like if it comes yeah. with like one or two of those, like I'm gonna mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna jump through a hoop to get it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but if it's not you know at launch, then I'll wait. Yeah, uh, I know. Like I had predicted that like Ratchet and Clank will be there, but I think you're. Not, I'm not buying that for that. Yeah, I think I think you're in the sense like it has to be Horizon Zero Dawn two or Spider Man two, God of War two to, to you know really stick. Yeah, even those what we saw at. Uh, at, uh, at the uh, game awards, none of that stuff really. Like, mm-hmm. They what was it? God, God, uh, Godfall. Yeah, Godfall. Like, I don't know what that is. So I don't know. I'm yeah, not I go spend. It's not like Breath <laughs> yeah. of the Wild, where I was like, I'm buying this console to just play this game. It's gonna be my Zelda machine until yep. I. I think the next game I bought was Octopath Traveler. Yeah, and like, and even at Switch's <laughs> launch, it was March third. Uh, Breath of the Wild came out, and it wasn't until like October like twenty something or not October, April twenty something. I don't know why I said October. Uh, that we ended up seeing Mario Kart come out. It was a huge gap. And I didn't even buy Mario Kart. I seriously yeah, I mean, had Zelda until it's a lot of You so need to buy Mario Kart. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Um, although maybe Mario Kart 9 is coming out this year. That's been rumored. So hold out. <laughs> um, excuse me. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious. I'm more curious the longer we don't hear about next-gen stuff. True. Yeah. Especially when they talked about it so early last year. And it felt like, oh... 2020 is going to start. They're going to be, they're going to just bang down the door and just give us those details. Yeah, yeah. All we, we just yeah. saw what it looks like. Xbox is machine. Yeah. And that's it. This is what it looks like, guys. And, and PlayStation 5 has got a beautiful logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Um, I think $500 really have to settle as the max, too. I, I don't see them going any any uh, higher or lower than that at this point. <sighs> um, tough, uh, tough pill for my wife to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of tough pill to swallow, we've got a third-party quest log. We have a statement from Jeff Keighley he made on Twitter, basically saying he's not going to be at E3 this year. Well, luckily, Chad and Holden will be there. So yeah, we'll take his place. We'll host E3 Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... You can see. <laughs> I can only put your chat up there. <laughs> The um, the statement is, uh, for the past 25 years, I've attended every Electronic Entertainment Expo. Covering, hosting, and sharing E3 has always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a defining part of my career. I've debated what I um, I've debated what to say for about uh, about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. 
I've made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum for the first time in 25 years. I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and other events in the future. Sad face. Sad face, yeah. I'm kind of mixed in terms of like how much is this really going to impact E3. Yeah, right. It is. It kind of feels more like the coolest guy at high school decided not to show up to like the party. You know what I mean? Right. And how like that can like make that party suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm just worried about what it says for E3 going forward in, in the future of E3. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it, there's been issues with with it before, and it's always kind of bounced back. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. definitely declining, in my opinion. Yeah. Sony not being there. You know, Jeff Keighley not being there. Um, Basically, Xbox not really being there. Like, well, what, are they not going to be there? Well, they're not technically at the show, right? Oh, yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. Their own thing, but yeah. it's saying, you know, I, I always forget that. Like, not, that's what I'm saying. So why do that? Like, I know you're still a part of E3 at right. that point. You're like not what you just be part of it so that E3 doesn't suck. Yeah, or and not that it's going to suck, but just, using the high school party analogies, like they went to the party, but just they just hung on the lawn, right? <laughs> Come with that at least and say hello to the rest yeah. of them. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's definitely weird. It feels like one of those things where it's like one more person has left. I think in Jeff Keighley's case, though, he said something about like expanding the game awards and that kind of stuff. And I think maybe just like that's where I want to invest yeah, my he's time. He's going to do his own thing. Yeah. Know? Why not grow his own exactly. brand? So I don't blame him at all for, for <laughs> Yeah, no, that. I don't blame him. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's just sad state of E3 in my opinion. Yeah, E3 has always been one of the coolest parts of like the gaming year. Yeah, like I was, there'd be days where like, you know, I'd be at work and mm-hmm. I'd be like streaming it and you know, my dad's <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing? Because I work with my pops and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dad, it's, it's E3. Like they just announced a new Xbox. Like this is, it's like, <laughs> it's like put that baseboard on or some shit. I'm like, hold on, hold on. So yeah, it's, I, I've been hyped for E3. I mean, you know, I actually got to go to one and it was, yeah. it was everything I ever dreamed of. It was amazing. So I just, I mean, it, you know, it's nice that it's still going, but it, you know, mm-hmm. I hope, you know, I would, I would love to take my son to it one day. When, yeah. You know, it's like, a, it's just, it's a huge festival. It's just, it's just amazing. And I hope it doesn't go away. Yeah. I, I hope so as well. I, I, I feel like this C3, they're starting to take things a little bit more seriously in terms of like changing things up to try something else. They've been really vague as to what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they said there's going to be a larger presence on the show floor for fans. That's kind of what they said. And I think they're trying to turn into a fan show. And yeah. maybe just Jeff Keaton won't be part of that. I don't know. But I'm excited to see that evolve. Yeah, it seems like yeah. the media side of it is getting a little frustrated with the whole... Yeah. You know, but maybe that's what E-Theory is going to do to survive is just, mm-hmm. you know, be like a Pax East kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because that's always... Oh, yeah. You know, a, a joy to be at. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. We'll see. For me, this is so Chad and I are, I don't know if we're talking about this podcast, we are officially are going to E3. We That's bought awesome. our, our uh, E3 tickets at the very least. We'll have to find like a hotel and that kind of stuff. Good luck like, them. <laughs> we're going to figure it out. Should just rent a camper and pop it on the side of the street. <laughs> we'll be there first before anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Every five minutes I go out and just check and make sure it's not going to get Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited to go still. Um, like yeah, this E3, be, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, these E3, especially we're gonna see next gen console. Well, not, console, <laughs> just just the one, just one of them. Yeah, um, we're gonna get to have hands on time. Hopefully, I'm hoping that at that point, uh, some PS5 games will be shown off from third party. So maybe they'll have some right. demos of like an Activision or Ubisoft Ubisoft game mm-hmm. um, to show off the, the hardware on the PlayStation side. 
I'm I'm crossing my fingers for that. Like that's like if I can do that, then I'm happy. Right. I got it'd be worth it. Yeah, it'd be worth it for me. Um, but I really have no idea what to expect with E3. And then I think they have to start saying something. I'm curious how these ticket sales are going to be compared to previous years. Yeah, that's true. We'll find out. Um, they did confirm other companies that are going to be uh, be at E3. I thought this was the most confusing headline ever. Like I'm going to read the headline to you, and you tell me what you think this means. <laughs> Nintendo will attend E3 2020, but it will be a different kind of show this year. I, it sounds like Nintendo's going to have a different show. Right. Is but, that what they're saying? No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> That's why it's so confusing. They're saying Nintendo will be there. Oh, and by the way, E3 is going to be a different show. Different. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is a really confusing way of wording that, but Absolutely. this is where we read articles, <laughs> not headlines. Um, which I still do. It's such a bad habit. To get out of. Everybody does, but it's terrible. Uh, so other companies um, that will be at E3 include Xbox, Nintendo, uh, Ubisoft, Bethesda, Sega, Capcom, Square Enix, Take Two, Bandai Namco, and Warner Bros. Ooh, so Warner still, Bros. yeah, I think that Batman game is going to be shown off finally. Or Harry Potter. Oh, that's right. I thought I saw something recently about yeah. something leaked. There was it was a while ago. No, too. no, recently. I thought, oh, recently like, within this week, I saw oh. something. It was like a screenshot. I think I wanted to come back to it, but it, you know, I forgot about it. I don't know what it was. It, I it didn't look too good, but whatever. oh really? It could have been just some oh, shit. Bullshit. It was like a you know video of like Sorcerer Stone on PS One. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I I can't wait for the Harry Potter game. I don't know why there hasn't been like an open world or open Hogwarts like Harry Potter game. Like, Just give that to me. Yeah, I want that so bad. Absolutely. But there was that trailer, like a leaked trailer. Yeah, year like tw- was it twenty eighteen's Game Awards? It was when it was rumors to show mm-hmm. be shown off. Never happened. Yeah. And it looked incredible. Yeah. And even the, yeah, well, it was a, was it a Reddit article? So a Reddit thread about, you know, the game tester. It was a, it was, oh, I hadn't heard about this one. Oh, you didn't see that? No. I think that's what all the rumors stirred up about. It was, uh, somebody, you know, leaked on Reddit that he was shown the game or whatever. They, you Mm -hmm. know, they, they like, and he was going into all the detail about what you could do in it and stuff like that. It sounded amazing. Oh, I want that really bad. That's yeah. got to happen. It's got to. Everything he said was like, it sounded like fan fiction. It's like, yep, this is what, <laughs> this is what as a fan, you would want it. This is what we get. I mean, you know, not that games don't give fans what they want, but like, it was like, eh, I don't know if this is true or not. But. <laughs> it's like too good to be true. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's cross our fingers. Yeah, I know. Um, before we get to the next story, actually, um, I forgot to put the notes, but we'll go ahead and talk about it anyway. Siege announced the new yep. season update. Yeah. Do you want to take a lead on that one? Because I think you might know more um, about that than I do. Yeah, it just, um, they announced two new operators and a revamp to the Oregon map. Mm-hmm. Um, the two ops, uh, I think the attacker is, um, is a female who has like a, uh, like a false AI ability where she can project herself Mm-hmm. so she could it's kind of like a drone usage but in a physical form and yeah. um you know it's an op- it's an opportunity to gain uh some intelligence on positioning and whatnot and i guess once you get shot by the the uh, defenders she kind of just disappears and you're actually controlling her can so, you shoot with her no okay no. so just to look around yeah just to look around so okay. it's basically like i they explained like she would be like a drone so like you're even seeing what she's seeing you're not seeing what your character's seeing, so you could use her as like a, as like a decoy. You know, yeah. break through a, a barricade in a window, send her in. You know, something comes around, peeks, shoots you as the decoy, mm-hmm. and then you peek the window that they're in. And you, so it's good. That, I think yeah, that can be used for strategically. Right. Originally, I was more excited for the defender, but after mm-hmm. seeing her, because the uh, there was like a playtest video of it, and it looked 
amazing. Like some of the opportunities that she'll present, it looked awesome. What makes me think of like when you'll go in, cause like you always do strategies that are, I didn't think of and I'm like, ah, that's really smart. Like, but instead I just run in. <laughs> but like, you run in cause you're talking about some shit with, with, the, with Alex's chat. You're like, I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing. Tell me about the 10 best games of all time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just sitting there texting chat. These guys, I keep talking. I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> yeah, we're not competing at all because Holden's just running into rooms <laughs> and getting killed. Uh, so you'll you'll like blast a hole in a wall and then not go in that and like go around another door instead. And yeah. like you can use that kind of decoy in situations like that to, right, yeah. to confuse them even further. Some really cool things you can do with that. Yeah, the, the game is just there's just so many different options in that game to, like strategically it's just one of the best shooters mm-hmm. i've ever played it's amazing yeah um but yeah the defender is uh like a brute kind of guy who just runs through soft walls so like anything that you could reinforce mm-hmm. he could just run through them and tackle the you know yeah the the attacker on the other side if there happens to be someone there but mm-hmm. a good point somebody made was I guess the <clears throat> the delay of running through the wall and being able to aim down your mm-hmm. scope is long. Oh, really? So, like, if you break through a wall and you alert the other you yeah. know, the opposing team, they're going to be able to take you out before you have an opportunity to, to get into a gunfight. That's a weird rule, too. Like, so, think realistically, if that happened in the real world, you would be like, past the wall, well, let me take a second. Yeah, right. Like, no, I'd, I'd be breaking through with the gun right there, ready to go. Exactly, yeah. I, they said that, you know, obviously things get buffed in that game, like, weekly. So, yeah. you know, hopefully, they'll, if it's an issue, they'll buff it. Because that... Mm-hmm. Originally, you know, I texted the group or whatever, and I was wicked excited about what he's able to do. He could actually jump through hatches. Yeah, I saw that. So That's a huge advantage. He could jump up a, a floor, which is definitely, especially if you're going to roam mm-hmm. the, while defending, that's that's clutch. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. Did, yeah. Does it say, did you, I don't know when they came out or if they have come out yet. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. think so. Um, actually, I want to, to be announced. <laughs> to be announced. Let's see. <clears throat> Um, um, and yeah, I guess they revamped the the Oregon map in a in a way where you can't defend the bomb in a certain area anymore. That was kind of always picked, and um, there's now three three different accesses to the tower section of it. I guess so. You know, it, they originally were saying that it got a little stale that map because that was one of the original maps um, that they released with. They haven't said when it's going to start, but the current season ends. Um, in a few days, actually. So February fourteenth is the last, is the finals. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so probably shortly after right. that. As, as far as I remember, they when they announced operators, they come out like pretty much immediately after. So okay. it's not much. Yeah, I mean that's like this week. So right, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, we're going pretty soon. Although game night this week is division. Division, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that too. I haven't played division two. It's three dollars. Like, why, <laughs> why wouldn't I play? Yeah, well, I got screwed because. You know, it was $3 on Xbox, so everybody's like, oh, let's get it on Xbox. And I already had it on PlayStation. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the next day, it's like, oh, it's it's available on a PlayStation for $3.99. <laughs> I'm like, shit, because I bought it on Xbox that night because everybody else was. <laughs> now, well, we're doing Xbox. We're going to do Xbox. So it, it works out, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're no sure no trophies for us. We don't no, no trophies. Well, Ryan was really excited, and I'm like, I don't want to, like, Yeah, well, I'm not a trophy whore anyways. So. I'm not either. I don't, honestly, don't understand the, the trophy alert <laughs> thing at all, except, of course... I want to get a platinum in Sekiro. <laughs> oh, well. Besides that, it's like the one trophy. But you, like you don't want to get a platinum in Sekiro because you love platinums. You want to get a platinum in Sekiro because you love that game. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. 
It's not like I'm not gonna play I am Mayo. Right. To get a <laughs> You're not gonna spend you know nine nine cents on a game that's an easy oh play. Gosh, no. It's like okay, there's one like there's one story that Chad was telling me about like getting a plan in Final Fantasy VII by doing like ten thousand steps, and he literally just like. They tape his controller in a way they have to like run in a circle. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, that's right. just not how I want to play games. Right. But he, if he brings you joy, wonderful. Right. But for me, I can't do it. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Speaking of joy, Disney wants developers to quote reimagine its IP for video games. It comes from James Bachelor at GamesIndustry.biz. So I guess due to the success of both Marvel Spider-Man and Jedi Fallen Order, Disney wants to quote tap into the power of creatives across the industry. Um, this seems a little antithetical to what they were saying after Battlefront 2, which is we're not good at publishing. So like we'll continue working with EA. And now they're like, we'll talk, we'll go to anyone. <laughs> right, right. But he mentioned he mentioned at first I'm thinking, oh, let's do the Marvel games and branch those out everywhere. But he mentioned Jedi Fallen Order. So I'm like, do they want to do Star Wars, the other developers too? Mm-hmm. Very curious about about that. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Oh yeah. I I don't want EA to take complete control of Star Wars. No, like no, no, no. I mean Jedi Fallen Order is fine. Um, but it definitely hasn't worked out in the grand yes, scheme. It's true, yeah. Um, well, I guess, what developer would you really want to make? Like, a Star Wars or a Marvel game? That's a good question. Hmm. Or even a, just Star Wars in general? I would like to see... I guess this is still EA, but I'd like to see Bioware make like a Star Wars oh, yeah, game. Yeah. I mean, if they make Although, Kotor. You know what? I don't have as much faith in Bioware as I... I mean, you know, obviously the company's been, like, totally overhauled. It's not the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, directors and whatnot, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. what what What's next for them? Bioware? Yeah. Um, they have Dragon Age 4. Right. They've said that they're working on, on Mass Effect. Effect, but I don't know what that means. <clears throat> Watch me like a trading card game. This is everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be crazy. Um... Yeah, I mean, give me give me the remake, or you know, just yeah. remake that series. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. yeah, I I mean, they've already done Star Wars, right? They did Knights of the Old Republic. And... Yeah, they did Civil Republic. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. Sure. Yeah, give give them a chance. I guess yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I would love to see like Naughty Dog do something, but you know, that'd be sick. I yeah, don't know if Sony would lo- allow that to happen unless it, like, could they do? Sony exclusive Star Wars game, like that'd yeah. be, oof, that'd be pushing. I don't know if that's yeah. They have to pay a pretty penny for oh, that. Yeah, that'd be yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine how just refined a Naughty Dog like Star Wars game <clears throat> would be. That'd be sick. Or even uh, a Rockstar. Yeah, yeah. Rockstar would be good at like the the story elements to it, and just having a really rich story. Right. Um, but I'd also like to see what they could do with an open world, like like imagine a open world Coruscant. That'd be sick. That'd be that'd be totally sick. I'd be into that. Oh yeah. And I think they could do that. Actually, one I think Rockstar is a good call out actually because there's something about Star Wars that's really cheesy and cheeky. And every time I play like a Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, this is they kinda, nail it. Yeah, this is <laughs> kind of cheesy and cheeky. Yeah, yeah. But it's also dark and fucked up at the right, same time. Right, right. Like they do the amount. They would actually make a really good Star Wars game, and it would sell a ridiculous oh amount. Right? They would take forever to make it. Though. <laughs> That's true. Forever. That's true. Um, oh, what was that? Um, what was it? Oh god, what was it? Something about. Oh, total side tangent. Did you hear about Tom Holland's response to the Uncharted script? Yes. What do you think about that? I think he's full of shit. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best script you've ever read. 
Completely bullshit. What other scripts have you read? It's true. Marvel scripts. Right. Yeah. And uh, what was uh, the up uh, on what what's the uh, the Pixar movies coming out with? Coming oh, out with um, onward. Onward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing too. Is I bet that Pixar script is probably really good. Right. There's no way that yeah. this, like Naughty Dog <laughs> even think about that. Uh, we'll see. I, <clears throat> I have high hopes for that movie. I'm not. I'm not a cynic, man. Like. I, Things don't suck in my opinion. Like, yeah, they might not be the best thing, but like, you know, I've seen some bad stuff and I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm not going to like, you know, go on Twitter and rant and talk <laughs> shit about it. Like, it's just not worth it to me, man. I've never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in, in, in entertainment wise, anyways, you know, there's other like real things that you need to bitch about. But, yeah, yeah. You know, entertainment wise, if I'm entertained for, you know, like mm-hmm. a movie costs, whatever, 18 bucks. You know, if you can entertain me for an hour and a half, well, I'm not going to be, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's gonna, like we talked about Star Wars, even if it's got that little bit of nostalgia, yeah, kick, yeah. give it to me. I don't care. I'm going to be happy. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not super like, at this point, I feel like if you do movies, going to be taken seriously. So I don't think it's going to be a bad movie in the same way that like Street Fighter was a really bad movie. Or like Mar- the, you know, Mario Brothers movie. And- yeah, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think it's ridiculous to call it the best best script ever read Um, to each their own. I guess we'll find out. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Who knows? Here's what's weird to me, though, is he said something on the lines of it's an origin story, which is something we haven't seen in the games before. I'm like, but didn't we, like, see Nathan as a kid in the last game? I don't know. Did we? I don't play it. It's oh yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm, four, four, yeah. Oh. I don't. I say oh yeah. I'm saying oh yeah, like it was a really good game. I don't know if that was like specifically like in there or not, but I feel like it was. So I don't know what the origin story could be. Mm-hmm. Also, when I hear of origin story, Nathan Drake, I think of like Young Adventures of Indiana Jones. Yep. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> like, I don't want that. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I like him though. So yeah, I like Tom Holland as well. He's he's pending. who else is casting that? Yep. Mark Wahlberg. All right. Yeah. I mean, he's not the best actor, but like, no. but he can. He I like can his good in roles. Right. But yeah, he yeah. can. I wouldn't say he's is he, like he was in Transformers. Right. <laughs> well, what? Uh, the party. He's in the party. Yeah, be, which you know he did the whole uh, exaggerated accent, and he was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's right. Every Boston accent in that movie is <laughs> so exaggerated. It's a great movie though. Yeah. So that wraps up the third party quest log. Moving on. Speaking of, let's wait and see how it is. Uh, main quest this week is. What we want from Anthem's overhaul, or do we even want it? Uh, yeah, so personally, I don't. I mean, I don't. I can't say I don't want it, but like, I can't lie. I don't play the game. I mean, I would love yeah. to see Bioware do something good. Yeah, for a change. <laughs> Recently, anyways. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I played the the uh, the alpha, I think, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the. You know the flying mechanic, you know the traversal and yeah, stuff. Like I, yeah. I thought it was very unique, and I was like, "Oh, this got some potential." Mm-hmm. But I never played the actual, you know, finished product. So I don't, you know, from what I've heard, it's just you know, it's splintered and it's, you know, it's, it just not, it doesn't make sense. Like they, I guess you guys when they played it on game night, they were saying like after every mission, you kind of had to go back to the home base, but like mm-hmm. you would split up from your party, and then you had to like, yeah, you know, kind of re-squad up and like i don't know it just sounds like a pain in the ass and yeah in a game like that you want it to be like destiny where it's just smooth sailing yep you just it just flows well yeah the 
I only played the demo of Anthem. I didn't like. I already knew I hated it, so I wasn't even enjoying that game. Really. So like, there's just no way I'm going to go to that. Right, right. And to me, it just wasn't fun because, <coughs> excuse me, the um, it, it was bullet sponge. It was like the worst bullet sponge enemies I've ever seen, where it just was unbearable. Like to just continue to point one direction and yeah. fire at one dude drove me nuts. Where I'm like, nope, yeah. don't want to get involved in that. And if the mechanic, if the shooting mechanic isn't like how Destiny is, it's not yeah. fun at all. Like, yeah. And I have a feeling that you may feel that way about the division. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, it's cover based, yeah. so you know you could have a little mm-hmm. fun with the tactical aspect, like you know, yeah, you you flank them and stuff like that. And I think you know, obviously different. I think there's different abilities that you know, will, will uh, affect enemies in different ways, but, like, it is yeah. very bullet-spongy, which is one thing that mm-hmm. put me off from the original, where it's, like, you're fighting humans, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, you're putting 18 clips of this yeah, <laughs> automatic rifle into them. It's, <laughs> like, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like Destiny, where you're, like, yeah, I'm fighting these, you know, extraterrestrial beings, and it makes sense. Maybe they do take all this laser yeah. damage and like, shit. Yeah, one of them's a robot. Like, right. you gotta... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you take some so, shots. we'll see. I mean, I... Um, I would love for them to do, you know, their fans mm-hmm. a solid and make that game what it, you know, kind yeah. of was promised to be, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, knowing Bioware, it's from what they've made in the past, it should be able to <clears throat> stoke that, at least, uh, you know, build those relationships, I guess, in, in games that, like, they've yeah. always been famous for. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, one of the reasons why I loved Mass Effect was, you know, absolutely the character, yeah, the character building, yeah. and all that stuff. So <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, it, I don't have much experience with it, so I can't really mm-hmm. say if what yeah. it needs <laughs> to be fixed. And that's kind of why I put like the, or do we want it? Because thinking like I don't like know where I would want an overhaul because I I just didn't like it so much. But I think about Bioware, I think Mass Effect, I think of you know I don't play Dragon Age, but I think of Dragon Age. Like I want them to go back to making single player game. Like not every game has to be game of service. You know, I think they're, maybe they're learning, you know, not so much yeah. even Bioware in general, but the industry is like learning like, hey, yeah. like, you know, there's still that single player mm-hmm. want, like, you know, yeah, it, it was like a fad, hopefully, and hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. the companies that make good single player, you know, engrossing stories like that go back to doing that. Yeah. Because it's just, it feels weird. It'd be like taking Naughty Dog and saying, cool, you're going to make an M- MMO. Right. And it's yeah. like, that's not what Naughty Dog does. It's like, you can't force them to do that. Or something. And, you know, like, it's enough of that. There's so many, like, and that's another thing. You, you spread that fandom so thin with all these games. You know, there's mm-hmm. so many of those kind of games out there now. That's why there's basically two, arguably three really big uh, Battle Royale games. Because there's not much more room than Apex Legends, Fortnite, and PUBG is definitely not what it used right. to be. I'm sure a lot of people still play it, but like, th- I mean, I guess Call of Duty has a has one as well, but that's like a, it's its own yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. there'll always be Call of Duty fans. And yeah, gonna go to that over anything. Exactly, but it's like <laughs> Battle Royale. Like, there's just that's it. Those are Battle Royale games. Unless right. something really, really crazy to do, it's very different. Like that is it. Yeah, don't try it. Don't, don't try it. Yeah, and I feel like there's so many like Destiny kind of style like games. Those, yeah. you know, Destiny and Division, I think, are probably the two really big ones mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warframe. Is also pretty big, but like there doesn't need to be another one, mm-hmm. especially when it's coming from a developer that no one would have expected it from. Right. But at the same time, because it's the same thing about um, Guerrilla Games and Horizon Zero Dawn. True. Yeah. So it's it, it's hard to say you gotta make the gambles, but I just I feel like 
they want the No Man's Sky redemption story. Right. And I feel like the redemption story is scrapping it and giving us Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, so that's what I want. Oh, sorry. Here's your rehaul of Anthem. It's Mass Effect. It's Mass Effect. <laughs> That'd be great. I just want Mass Effect Redemption is like the <laughs> subtitle. I'm like, yes. Yeah. That's what I want more than anything. Start with the remaster. Just, just do that. Yeah. If I could put that on Switch, oh, that'd be great. I would want that. Oh, man. You're going to play three. It's so good. I got to work my way back up, though. Although no, one is play one. Don't just skip it. No, seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's it's awesome that you've played it already. So you played it already, yeah. Play two, though. because two, two is amazing. Two is, yeah. two is still, in my top still, ten games ever. Two is it there. still stands up, too. Like I, yeah. I think I jumped on it. Probably, I think, after I was on the podcast the first time when we talked about it. I was like, let me mm-hmm. check this out again. You know, I still have my 360 version. I threw it in my Xbox One, and it worked. And it, yeah, it's so good. It's so yeah, good. one one day I'll have too many games to get back <laughs> to. Um, all right, I think that's our main quest there. Did you do you want to? Do, we're so fucking humble. You don't have to. No pressure. Um, I just I want to. I just want to. Pre- I want to show appreciation for what you guys have done. Oh, thank for you. me. Yeah. You know, I I think Matt would probably agree, you know, especially because we all got to hang out last weekend. And it was a fucking blast. That was awesome. I yeah. wish I could have spent more time with you guys. But yeah. first of all, sleeping in on a Sunday is what I'm going to do if I get a <laughs> chance to do it. My wife is a fucking godsend. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I I do need a hike or, or a thousand of them. But, you know, I'm going to take an extra hour or two to sleep there. But, um, you know, I just want to tell you guys I appreciate, you know, mm-hmm. you guys kind of like ushering in this little group of friends that have blossom into like one of the best spots of my life like it's fun to to jump on and, and actually just even mm-hmm. talk about you know like i'm you know I'm, i just appreciate that you sh- led me into mr robot which is one of my favorite shows of all time now and glad to hear you know it's <laughs> you know it's just stuff like that like i probably wouldn't have been exposed to it if i just didn't listen mm-hmm. to that kind of funny episode that one day and reach out to you guys and it's just you know it opened me up to uh D D. you know i got to play D. yeah you've been doing that a lot i've been now. dming yeah. and stuff and you know it's brought me closer to my sister who plays with me now. It's just, you know, it's just, wow. That's yeah, that's man. Awesome. It's that's really cool. Right. Thank you. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. No, thank you. Because this is, yeah. I appreciate it, man. It's, you know, I know you guys probably just looking to, uh, you know, branch out and, and open up to a new group of people, but you didn't have to go beyond to mm-hmm. like inviting me into like be a friend of yours. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we want to, like when we first started doing the podcast, it was just like us talking and then, the kind of funny thing happened last year when we had this community. Like we were so nervous. Yeah, <laughs> we were so nervous. We were like, "This is like a big, big bunch of weirdos." <laughs> we have, like no idea where they're going to be. And yeah. every everyone's been awesome. You've been awesome. Matt's been awesome. Alexina's been awesome. Trevor's been awesome. Like, just the list goes on and on. Like yeah. everyone has been so much fun to to be around, yeah. to talk to, share the interest. It's it's been amazing. Yeah. You guys so, are doing a, a, a cool thing, that's for sure. Like I mean, I from my end, it's cool. I can only imagine what it's like to be like the creators of this whole thing. I wish Chad was here to hear all this. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, he better be listening. <laughs> he'll, I'm sure he'll listen. I'm sure he'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't get a video from him tomorrow, <laughs> as you've been sending me the video, he sent me this freestyle. <laughs> he woke up from his surgery, he sent me a freestyle. It's hilarious. I'm, <laughs> I'm like just spitting beats. To me, uh, he's the best. That's he's hilarious. He uh, he called um, Matt and I over FaceTime, and he was and he was like, I'm surprised he's freestyling. He was like low energy. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. He seemed like completely beat out of it. Yeah, it's tired. like yeah. he sent me two videos the first day, and when the first one was like, mm, and the second one was like, he was freestyling it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he FaceTimed me, but like I just get an alert. 
Mm-hmm. So like it doesn't ring, and I'm like, oh, he maybe because he, he asked dialed me the other day when he was going to the movie, <laughs> and I'm like yelling at him from his pocket. I'm like, hey, I can hear you. He was, uh, what do you go see? Birds of Prey, I think. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. No, me neither. Yeah, I don't think I will. Though. I don't know if I will. Or not. I have no idea. I'm taking my son to see Sonic. I was gonna say I haven't seen that yet, but it's been getting pretty good response. Right, yep. Yeah, he's excited. He sees it. He's like, I want to go see that in movies. I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna go. With it. <laughs> but I wanted to take him to IMAX. It's not IMAX. Really? Yeah, Birds of Prey is not nice. Oh, that's a miss. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's a huge but, miss. And, and it was funny because my wife looked it up and she's like, um, there's no um, there's no schedule for this weekend, which was the weekend we're in now. She was looking up at the beginning of the week and I was yeah. like, well, Birds of Prey is in there now and it's doing so mm-hmm. bad that they may be not going to put it back in. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Sonic will be in there and it was Birds of Prey again. So, yeah. whatever. Whatever. And then I think she said uh, the Onward is coming next week. This is so, next week? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it releases this, this I need to see that in theaters because I missed Ratatouille and <laughs> yes, I missed Ratatouille in theaters and I always regretted that because it's one of my favorite Pixar films. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it again. I'm just gonna go just see. Just go it see everyone. Everyone, <laughs> just in case. Just in case. That's awesome. Sometimes you get a mistake, like a good dinosaur, but it's fine. Oh, dude. I'm kidding. The good dinosaur is awesome. You know, it was good, but it's like one of the in terms of like the movie itself. I don't remember it that much. Oh, really? Yeah. It's sad. It was. I remember it was sad. Yeah, but all of the movies are sad. The Coco, yeah. Coco. Well, that was like crying in a happy. Well, yeah, that's true. But it, yeah, no, you're right. But like up, holy crap! Nah, shit. see, I won't see. I won't watch up. Oh, you won't see up. I won't watch it. I'll say the first ten minutes like just rips your heart out <laughs> and then crushes it in front of <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. But the movie itself is yeah. such a beautiful story. Yeah, yeah really my wife loves that one. Yeah. Um, Plus, yeah. You, you guys see for Doug the dog. Oh, really? The Oh, man. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> I look at Doug the dog, and he just looks so cuddly. Oh, <laughs> I just want to like pet him and like hug him from the screen. He's great. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good dogs. Like, um, is it is it Max? No, Bowser and Ganon. Yeah, they're good dogs. <laughs> just everyone knows those are those are Dallas yeah, dogs. dogs. Yeah, I'm aware that Bowser and Ganon are not. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they're, they're not movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even uh, Big Hero Six. I don't remember that much. No, I was sad too. I saw it, but I don't remember that much. Takeshi. Anime movies in general, not anime. Animation movies in general, I feel like, are way more heart wrenching than right. everything else. Yeah. 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 That. Yeah. He gives him a little, actually, that's how my son. His favorite thing to do is give you a high five, a fist bump, and a thumbs up, and he learned fist bumps from that movie from Big Hero. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's cute. He does the fla la 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 thing. And like when he was, I think he watched it when he was like one and he's like learned how to do it. It was, it was epic. We have two subscriber interrogatives this week. Yeah. Um, one is from Dusty Hill, which is Dusty Egalitarian Hill. Uh, it says he needs to hear our thoughts about the Dice Awards and the winners. Please and thanks. You're welcome. We're going to do it right now. Um, Insane. Yeah, I was looking through the list. This is very surprising. Yeah. So first of all, um, Game of the Year was Untitled Goose Game. Let's just start with that did one. Did you play it? I did, yeah. It, awesome. It, it is awesome. It's really good. I don't know if it's Game, game of the, of the year. year. Yeah, I don't know if it's I there. mean, it was a tough game for you. know, a tough year, I guess, for games. I mean, yeah. it was, you know, when we sat down to watch a game, it was, we all kind of had a different opinion on what, absolutely, what it was going to be. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, a lock like God of War. I didn't War think Sekiro was going to be there at all, like. Yeah. Well, I think I said something right before they said, I was like, nobody's giving this game a shot, but like it could win. And it did. Yeah. I didn't think it would, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's good enough to win. Yeah. Especially in a year where I didn't think there was that many. I mean, I didn't play Control either. So, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that, you know, 
most of the time I play the games that are up for game of the year because you know I'm a gamer. Yeah, and I'm interested in those games. But that's there was nothing this year that like really grabbed. Like I played Resident Evil too, but I didn't finish it because I was too scared. Oh, it's um, scary, yeah. <laughs> and just like a Telcoose game, terrifying. <laughs> and I I get that on uh, Game Pass, but I haven't played it yet, so yeah, I definitely want to check it out. But yeah, I was surprised it's, to hear that. Yeah, I was I was really surprised to hear that a Telcoose game won. It's a really really good game. I think it does that like evening sized game really well. It's not. It's like maybe three hours long. It's not that long. Yeah. Um. It also I think has. Something I've laughed at more than anything that's ever laughed at a game, like without a doubt, no question. But I can't tell you what it is because it's like the end of the game. Okay. Like the final, just what the final mission is, is, is hysterical. It's <laughs> yeah, the way like it ends is just cherry on top, beautiful. So your personal game of the year was Outer Wilds. Yeah, it was Outer Wilds. Although retroactively, it probably would be Sekiro, but I didn't beat oh, Sekiro right. okay. at the time. But yeah, like officially, it's Outer Wilds because mm-hmm. that game was um, a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Going to action game of the year that was Control, which I guess isn't too surprising. Right, no, I yeah. think the rest of this stuff, from what I read, was makes sense. Yeah, like Stars that I Fall in Order, I personally didn't think it was that amazing, but like <laughs> everyone else seemed to, so that's not surprising. I loved it. There's one more that was actually really surprising to me, though. Oh yeah, racing game of the year, Mario Kart Tour. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that is. It's the mobile like Mario Kart game. It was. Awful. It was so bad. I literally did one. I'm a huge Mario Kart fan. Right, right. I did one race. I'm like, these controls suck so bad, I'll never play it again. And I deleted the app immediately. That's surprising then that that beat, like, Crash Team like, yep. Racing or... Did, did it just play bad on... What you play on your phone, you said? On my phone, yeah. Maybe just the ISO version is bad and the rest of the versions are good? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, actually, no. I think I did it on my Android phone first because it was available there. I can't remember now. No, it was my iPhone. I did have my iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. It was really strange I to me. I didn't play it, so. Um, just another one on here. Blood and Truth one. Uh, was that VR game? Yeah. Only multiplayer game of the year, Apex Legends, which is really cool to see that beat out Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, that was really, really impressive. Wargroove was nominated. That really surprised me. Mm-hmm. A good call out to another game, Baba Is You. Um, one for achievement in game design. I'm honestly surprised that Outer Wilds didn't win that one because that's like that game is yeah the way it's designed is insane yeah it's unlike anything else but Baba you do you ever play Baba as you no. have you heard about this no what a really interesting game you basically have you look at it and it looks like a really rudimentary like child made it kind of game but it's extremely clever in the back end you basically have a sentence that'll be like Baba is you. That means you move the character around. But if you move one of those letter blocks out of the way, or word blocks out of the way, so it's no longer says Baba is you, you can't control your character anymore. Because like the rules in those sentences dictate the puzzle itself. Oh, all right. So that things like, you know, flag is win. So you have to get to the flag, and then that means you win the game. But okay. you can't get to the flag for some reason, so we have to maybe change it to something else's win. So you have to, like, find a block to, like, move oh, there. Like, there's right. some, like, and that's a really, like... It gets really complicated. Way more complicated. Um, it's way over my head. I was playing. I was like, "Holy shit!" Okay. Like, I can't make heads or tails of some of this. That, stuff. Uh, it's pretty clever. An Apple Arcade game? Uh, no, it was, it's on Switch. It's Is it? On, yeah, oh, yeah. it was like a twenty dollars game, but it was like it's really, really clever. It's one of those things where I can appreciate how clever this is. My God, I'm never going to go back to this game. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's so hard. Yeah. Um, I was happy to see that achievement in animation went to Luigi's Mansion, <laughs> which surprised me, but it kind of deserves that. Yeah. Art Direction, which I control. Outstanding Achievement and Character on Tailed Goose Game, which I'm like, you want to what? <laughs> Absolutely. That that Goose is amazing. <laughs> He's so much fun. I think it's on Game Pass now. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, so if anyone hasn't played on Tailed Goose Game, definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm going to definitely play through it. 
Um, but yeah, pretty much everything else was was you know what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing too surprising. But I think the biggest surprises were Tel Goose Game winning Game of the Year. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and then Mario Kart Tour winning Racing. <laughs> Man. Um, so yeah, good for good for them. That was an indie game too. And yeah. it went up against Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, and Outer Wilds. So that's yeah, impressive. That's very impressive. Big time win. Um, the next subscriber interrogative comes from Dane Deasy, who is a good friend from Chicago. And we were, Chad and I and Dane all knew each other in Chicago. So it's okay. kind of cool to hear from him again. He says that he uh, wants to know about the Metacritic review bombing scandal for a game called um, Somnium Files. So I hadn't heard of this game before. This is totally new to me. Mm-hmm. But this is actually kind of wild. So basically what seems to have happened is oh, this guy wanted to prove that review scores of Metacritic is, is is basically bullshit and they can be tanked. So he single-handedly brought their user score down from I think like 8.6 down to 1.9. Single-handedly did that. Holy shit. Which is a, that's, yeah. So be, he proved his point at that time. You'll stick a, a nail in that. Well, not <laughs> nail, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to that. Pin. Pin in that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I said nail. Uh, so you can pin that. We'll come back to that. Um, and then I guess other people were trying to review bomb in the other direction with really positive reviews to like outweigh his negativity and it didn't really end up doing much. It's still like at 1.9. The director of the game is even asking people to like please like help out with this because this makes our game look really bad and it's just one fucking asshole who's like trying to review bomb this game on yeah. us. And then Metacritic actually came in and undid all of his reviews. Oh, really? But because of that, and all the people who reviewed it in a really positive way just to outweigh him, those stayed. Oh, so that's a 10? So now, yeah, now it's the highest rated Switch game <laughs> ever. Oh, um, it's, it's higher than even Super Mario Odyssey. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of a funny little situation. Uh, but yeah, user reviews are not the best. Oh, it's so disappointing. Yeah, very disappointing. Um, it's always great when you read some and it's clear the person didn't even play the game. Right. I think Steam has a rule that you have to have like played the game or certain, a review yeah, a certain like, amount of hours or something. But I don't know how Metacritic can do that. I don't know how. Like yeah. I guess Rotten Tomatoes can because they are owned by Fandango, so they can see if you bought a ticket for that movie through Fandango. They can say you, you know, makes sense. But yeah, review, user reviews are, are messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a shame. That's uh, the last Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's such a good Star Wars movie. <laughs> Some people are going to hate me for saying that, but it's probably one of my favorite Star Wars movies, if not my favorite. Ooh. Yeah, hot take there. Yep. yep. <laughs> wow, that's um, crazy. What, uh, so it's on, it's a Switch game? Yeah, Switch game. I don't, I know nothing about the game itself. I just looked at the intro, right, about the review scores, but yeah. Um, what a prick. Yes. That's, uh, yeah. But you have nice things. Like, why do people have to ruin shit, man? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and to take the pin out. Um, directed that um, they suspended re- took all the user scores out kind of backfired on him and said no we'll remove things that are not supposed to be there so kind of actually backfired in right. a way yeah now um, we'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll make sure none of that shit happens again we'll see can't, now you can't do that anymore you douche <laughs> was specific. he's banned you can't do it at all anymore yeah you should be yeah but uh, that is the end of uh, this week's episode. Um, reminder of Barf Game this week. I have Last Guardian is listed here. It's not Last Guardian anymore. It's Banjo-Kazooie. Oh. So we'll be playing Banjo-Kazooie. I'm actually really enjoying it so far. It's a good yeah. game. Um, so if you'd like to play with us every week, get a cool new wallpaper every month, and have a say in what we play, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Respawning Fire. Only one tier for $1, but that's too much. No pressure. Feel free to join us and share your thoughts with us at Respawning Fire on Twitter or respawningfire at gmail.com. And now for our usual sign-off. 
Chad usually does this, so... Get just, well soon, Chad. Yeah, get well soon, Chad. We're wishing the best for you. Send me more freestyles. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye.